When productivity meets party with your girl, Party Perry, are you ready to turn, 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 turn up your happiness, turn up your success and everything in between. Learn how to have fun while getting all your stuff done. Grab the word solo cup and a pen because we are about to party. What is up, party squad? Welcome to another episode of Productivity Meets Party. Another week, another week to accomplish your goals. We are back at it. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm your host, Perry Richardson, aka Party Perry. And today I have a very special guest on the podcast. I have my good friend, Jen. She is the creator behind Electric Kitty Corn. It's a brand that specializes in fun, handmade festival accessories and her mission is to inspire others to be proud of their colorful individuality and let them shine through wearing her creative pieces. She is also a podcast host. We do a podcast swap. Honestly not 100% sure when my interview will air on her podcast but I will definitely let you know but she has a podcast called Spiritual Kitty Corn and she talks about her spiritual journey and everything that she's learned along the way. So I brought her on to teach you about spirituality, manifestation, all the woo 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 things because if you've been with me for the past couple months you know I'm in a deep obsession with manifestation. I don't know what it is. I think Because like, obviously, you know what manifestation is. Like you heard about it and you're like, okay, that's cool. Kind of weird, but whatever you think that's going to happen. And so I asked myself, like, what if it actually happened? So I tried it. It worked. And now I'm obsessed. And I'm so happy to have someone who's also obsessed with this on the podcast to talk about her journey because spirituality manifestation can happen in so many different forms. So I'm so excited for her to share her experience with it and also talk about her business and starting a podcast and all the good things. So I'm super, super, super excited for you to listen to this interview. Before I air it though, I have to share my see a chug, send a chug and my party foul moment of the week. If you're new, welcome. Hope you're having an amazing day. Turn up, pour yourself a drink, let's go. And if you are returning, also pour yourself a drink. Actually, make yourself a shot because the party squad, we go hard, we go hard. But I do a thing called a see a chug, send a chug. It's something that I'm proud about that I have to share. And then a party foul is a life lesson that I had to learn the hard way. All right, so my see a chug, send a chug is, it's, just so crazy how life works out. I talked about this on my Instagram story. The fact that I had a nine to five job, I was going to law school and I literally left everything to become a paid influencer and to start my own business on Instagram. And like saying that out loud is so crazy. Like when I told my family like, oh yeah, I'm leaving my job to start an online business. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) They definitely weren't like good for you. We're so proud of you. We're so supportive. And it's just so crazy to see my progression and my growth, not only as a content creator, but as a business owner. It's so crazy. I'm so blessed and so thankful. If anyone's listening to this who, you know, pretty much sponsored me to go to EDC, 
just thank you. Thank you for the clothing and the gifts and the tickets and like everything. I'm just so internally blessed and just, I just, I can't even express this in words. The fact that it honestly feels like I did it, (laughs) like I made it. And, but at the same time, like I'm just getting started. Like I made it and I'm just getting started. It's just crazy. You know how things work out. I'm so blessed that this is happening to me and this can happen to literally anyone. You just need the confidence to show up again and again and again and again until someone notices you and someone finally noticed me. And it's just the gratitude that I have for my party squad. If you're listening to this, if you show up every single week, like I love you so much. And I, there's just so much love I have for you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for being with me. If you've been with me since day one, when my Instagram was Vegas Black Jew, um, I just, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching me grow as a human. It's just incredible. It's it's kind of beautiful (laughs) actually. But yes, um, my party foul of the week is, yo, dude, I did not want to record this podcast episode. I kept pushing it back and back and back. It's Monday night, almost 9 o'clock p.m. I had to pour myself a glass of wine to get me through this podcast. I just don't know what it was, but I just did not want to do it. And I think that's what we all go through, right? Like, we want to create content. We want to do a podcast, a YouTube, a TikTok. But, oh, man, I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to put my makeup on. I don't. I just don't want to do it. And, you know, the thoughts that came to my mind was, you know what? People are expecting this episode. This is actually so much fun to do, actually, like, when I get into it. And just knowing that, you know, I have a voice and so do you. So... I have a question for you. What is something that you're like, oh my God, I just don't want to do it. What is that for you? And answer, how can that thing benefit you? How can it give you happiness? How can it give you light and inspiration? Like I'm literally in a room by myself and I just have so much energy and just so much love that I feel like that I can give to you. And I actually thought about I had a student conversation and she kind of feels like creating content is selfish. Like it's just a selfish thing to do to create content, you know, to get paid brand deals, to get the likes. And I was just like, it's different when you're posting, when you're creating content, when you're um, pitching yourself, you know, when you're making offers in your business, it's different when that's coming from a place like, oh my God, like they need to hear this. I know that they will love this. This is so inspirational. This is so motivational. This is so funny. People need to hear this. But it's, you know, the other side of the coin, it's so different being like, I need the likes. I hope someone shares my stuff. You know, a brand better reach out to me. You know, someone better comment on my stuff. It's so different. The mind spaces when you're really thinking about the benefits of the content that, um, I guess, the benefits that you could gain from the content instead of serving your audience. And kind of realizing that now, like, I'm doing this podcast not for me. I got all these thoughts in my head. I circle around them all day, every day. I got these thoughts running through my mind. But I sit here, I speak my voice for you because I hope this inspires you. 
I hope that you laugh out of my cuckoo-ness and I hope that this puts a smile on your face and that's why I do it. I don't do it for me. I do it to make you smile. I would love to see your smile in person next Thursday. I'm doing a meetup at Relita Couture. Love them so much. I'll be there 5 to 6 p.m. If you swipe up, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'll have the address and everything. It's somewhere on Valley View. I will actually have the address and I'll post it again for you guys. But I'll be there Thursday. I will be there May 19th. 5 to 6 p.m. It's the only like meetup I'm doing for EDC. If you see me at the festival, of course, say hello. I love to initiate you to the party squad. I have so much candy for you, but I would love to see you next Thursday. Let's roll this conversation. Thank you, Jen, for coming on the podcast. What is up, party squad? I am so happy to have Jen on the podcast today. She is the owner of Electric Kitty Corns. We met briefly at the Relita pop-up shop a couple months ago in October, but I'm so happy to actually sit down and have a conversation with her. So yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here with you today. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right. So tell me about yourself, the audience. What do you do now versus what you did before? Well, my name is Jen. I live in Southern California with my fiance and our golden doodle, Steve McQueen, and our two cats, Binks and Blossom. And I am the creator behind Electric Kitty Corn. It's a brand that specializes in fun and colorful handmade festival and rave accessories. And I also just recently launched a podcast called Spiritual Kitty Corn, where I share most um, more about my spiritual journey and everything I've learned along the way. And so before I didn't always work full-time doing electric kitty corn. Before I took electric kitty corn full-time, I was actually working as a behavior therapist. And before that, I was pre-med, a pre-med student at UCLA. So at one point in time, I definitely thought my future was going to look a lot different than it does today. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can definitely look back now and say that I'm so glad none of that worked out. Um, And I guess at one point I just realized that I didn't want to go to med school and maybe that I was living this life that maybe others expected of me instead of the one that I truly wanted to live. And my job working in behavior therapy at the time was really leading to burnout. And at the end of the day, it was leaving me, I mean, it was fulfilling, but it was also leaving me with a sense that something was missing. And at the same time, I kind of discovered the world of music festivals. And um, that became sort of this huge outlet for me. And I absolutely loved going to festivals. I still do going to raves and festivals. And I really loved the creative side of it and making my own accessories for outfits. And I especially love that I could really just be myself and have fun. And another thing I really loved about festivals is just the sense of community. And 
this feeling that you can be yourself without any judgment and everyone is accepted. So I just remember we went to EDC in 2016 for the first time and I made a bunch of my accessories again. And I remember just being so awe-inspired by the creativity and the colors and the lights and the outfits. And that's really where the spark of the idea for Electric Kitty Corn began. And I started my Etsy shop the following summer and I was between jobs at the time. So I had some time on my hands and I just worked at it every day after that. And I think starting Electric Kitty Corn was not only about having this outlet to express myself creatively, but it was also a way to build a community within the community, you know, a way to form connections and to still uphold those plur values, you know, the peace, love, unity, respect somewhere where, you know, where everyone is accepted and everyone is welcome. Mm, I love that. We have like kind of like the similar story also. So I have my bachelor's degree in healthcare administration with a minor in public health, wanted to run a hospital. That was my dream job. And I wanted to run a hospital and also kind of wanted to be a lawyer. I come from my grandparents are lawyers and it was always in, kind of ingrained in me. Like you need to go to med school or you need to be a mm-hmm. lawyer. you like, you need a PhD, I guess, of some sort. And so I was like, I need to go to law school. I need to go to law school and just being in the rave scene, growing my Instagram account and just being myself, creating a community in the community and realizing like, I actually enjoy this way more than like studying and like, you know, being stressed out for tests and making sure I have A's and, you know, all this stuff and realizing like, you don't have to go to school to really put value in the world. Like you are the value and just show up and give what you got. Yeah, it's all about finding that value from within and knowing that, you know, you have something to bring to this world and it doesn't always have to be what everyone told you you should be, you know, it's, it's discovering that it's all about the journey of -hmm. discovering more about yourself and discovering why you're here and what you're here to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was the moment for you when you kind of like woke up and was like, am I like living like someone else's story? Am I living mine? I mean, it was kind of, I think like that moment where I realized that it's time to quit the nine to five was really, it started when the pandemic hit. I mean, kind of even before that, along my spiritual journey, I just had these awakenings, if you will, about, you know, what do I really want to do with my life? I was having sort of this existential crisis, you know, Mm -hmm. asking myself, is this what I want to do? Is this the life that I want to live? You know, and I started getting into spirituality at that time. And um, I mean, I always, I guess when I was in my nine to five job, I told myself that I could make this my reality, but it also has to be realistic. You know, I have to be able to financially support myself. And it always started as a passion and a side hobby. I wasn't really doing it for the money, you know? So I'm, I started getting the wheels turning in my head of thinking, uh, how can I really make this my reality if this is something that I really want to do and I told myself well the day that I make more you know revenue from my business electric kitty corn than I do at my nine to five then I'll know it's time to quit Mm -hmm. and so when the pandemic hit in 2020 in March of 2020 I was working full-time as a behavior therapist at the time I had worked my way up in the company I was 
um, the training coordinator for the entire region, which meant I trained incoming employees or new hires how to implement the behavior therapy in the home. So then when the pandemic hit, I completely lost all of my hours. And um, I was in a position where it wasn't salary technically. So I didn't have any job security. I literally just went from 40 hours to zero overnight. And um, so in that moment, I just thought like, well, (laughs) here it is. Here is like, you know, I'm presenting with this. This is a sign from the universe. You know, am I going to take this and run or am I going to wait out this pandemic? Am I going to see like, you know, uh, just wait? Who knows how long it's going to last? I remember thinking like, what if this lasts three months? (laughs) And here we are like two years later, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember in that moment, I was first of all, so grateful that I even had the side income from Electric Kitty Corn. And I knew, I also knew like, okay, it's now or never. And so um, in that month, I mean, my my business is festival accessories, right? So also festivals and events completely shut down too. So I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to make this my reality now when there's literally no one buying festival accessories? So I had to learn to pivot and I'm like, well, what do people need now? They need masks and I'm at home, not going to work. And I've always wanted to learn how to sew. So I taught myself how to sew. Um, and I created I saw the need for, you know, there's no cute masks out there that you can wear that are also functional that you can not only wear to the rave, you know, the park and rave, but you can Mm -hmm. wear safely to the grocery store at this time. So I created masks and I kept selling out and selling out. And in that month of, um, of March, like the end of March and in April of 2020, I well surpassed my goal of making more in electric kitty corn than I did in my nine to five. And So then I just knew like, this is time for me to quit. And Mm -hmm. I could always, I always had that thought of, well, like I can always go back to behavior therapy. I have the education under my belt, so to speak, if all else fails, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but I might not ever have this moment and I never want to regret it. You know, I never want to live life with regret of what could have been, you know, and yeah. And so I did it and I kept going and I kept working at it and it all worked out. Yeah, I love that so much. I was the same way. So I was working three jobs. So crazy. So I worked my nine to five. I was in the midst of creating a coaching business and I babysit. I still babysit um, part-time in the mornings, but I was so burnt out. I worked in healthcare and working in healthcare during the pandemic was so stressful. I didn't, I worked the whole pandemic. I went to office every single day and I'm blessed. So glad, you know, I was able Mm -hmm. to have a job, able to, you know, go to work, but it was really stressful. And there was a time and I was like, if I could figure out a way to make more money in my side hustle, like I'm leaving my nine to five, I'm taking the chance, like this is the right time, like to do it. And so there was, I don't exactly know the month, but there was a month I like made way more from my nine to five. And I was like, you know, what? I hate being here. I'm so stressed out. I already have two other jobs. I'm just going to put in my two weeks and go for it. I can always go back. You know, yeah. I have my degree, I have my education, like you can always find another job, but start now. 
Yeah. And it was almost like for both of us, it's kind of like against all odds. We did it anyways. For you, it was kind of the opposite, right? So you were so busy in your job because you were in the healthcare. And for me, I lost all my hours, but I had to find a way to still sell my products in, you know, a time where there was no event. So Mm -hmm. we both, you know, against all odds, we're like, we're going to make this dream our reality and we're just going to go for it and we'll see what happens. And I always find that, you know, once you take that leap, you know, the universe is going to catch you. The universe Mm -hmm. has your back and, um, you know, your life is going to unfold in a way that you never expected it to go. And here we are, right? Here we are talking about it. Yeah. It's amazing. I agree with you. I love too how you pivot like to making masks. I think a lot of people wouldn't give up and be like, well, I can't do this. Not festival season, but you were like, I love being resourceful and be like, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. Like, how can I make money? Mask are the thing. That's what we're doing. I think that's so inspiring. Yeah. And that time and during that time too, even though there was no events, I'm fortunate to be in this city that really supports small business owners. And even though there wasn't big events happening, I still pivoted to doing pop-up shops in my community. And that really sustained me through the pandemic too, because I would just get pop-up shops. And I, I loved that time because I met so many creators, so many fellow creators, and just to Developed another little community within my own community where, you know, people are enjoying during that time, just being outside and being able to support other small businesses in their community. So um, that's really what took me through that time doing mm-hmm. the pop-up shops. So yeah, I love that. You mentioned earlier, like once you take the leap, the universe will have your back, the universe will catch you. how do you really get into spirituality? I want to know all your spiritual journey because like I'm in the middle of a spiritual awakening myself so tell me all the goods do you want to take control of your life are you feeling overwhelmed and stressed like you just have so much anxiety and honestly feel stuck like you know you need to change but you just don't know how like no matter what you do you just can't get it together If this is you, I would love to invite you to a free coaching call with me. Let's figure out what's holding you back, create a solution, and solve for your problem. There is a link in the description box for you to schedule your free personalized coaching call with me. So go ahead, schedule, and I will see you then. All right, party squad, let's get back into this episode. Yeah, I mean, there's so much I could say on this topic, Um, but it really, for me, it really started out as a self-development journey, and then it kind of molded its way into a spiritual journey from there, I think. Um, So when I started Electric Kitty Corn, I also, I was in between jobs, so I also got an Audible subscription, and I just started listening to books on how to run a business because I really didn't know a single thing about running a business. I, you know, was in school for sciences and pre-med. I wasn't in school for business, so um, I started listening to podcasts too, and you know, YouTube. Thank you, YouTube University, for yeah. teaching me everything. You know, um, and it's kind of like you're going down this rabbit hole of self-development and 
you just start to learn more about yourself as well. It kind of becomes a self-discovery journey. And then it leads you to asking those bigger questions, those bigger questions of like, why am I here? What, what am I meant to do? What is my purpose? And that sort of led me to the spiritual journey. Um, and I think with my science background, especially I was super into I'm super into behavior and, you know, how the brain works. And I remember listening to Joe Dispenza. Have you heard of yeah. him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I read his book, um, Becoming, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And then I also later read his book, Becoming Supernatural. And his work just really bridged the gap for me between science and spirituality in a way that just fascinates me. And just that idea that your thoughts really do create your reality. And once you're aware of that fact, you have the power to create your reality and you realize that you have the power to change your reality too. And, you know, when you realize you can either choose to be like, you know, in the situation with the pandemic, I could either choose to be a victim of my circumstances, or you can choose to look at your circumstances as being there to teach you something um, and to help you grow and to help you learn and grow. So I think from there, I just kept reading and learning and evolving and growing. And I kept applying that to my business. And I just, you know, I just followed my curiosity. One thing led to another. I'm always listening to audiobooks and podcasts and just learning more about it just because I'm really passionate about it. I'm really interested in it. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, several years later, I'm still learning every single day and I'm still discovering more about myself. And I think that's really what this spiritual journey is all about is discovering yourself, discovering who you are and, you know, who you've always been inside and awakening that from within and just allowing yourself to express authentically, um, express yourself authentically and unapologetically. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think like being a business owner and just also literally no idea how to run a business, nothing, no, you know, no knowledge. So, you know, University of YouTube, podcasts, audiobooks, taking all the free knowledge that I can, you know, eventually like getting coaches and getting paid help. But realizing too, the more I learned about business, the more I wanted to work on myself. I'm like, you know what? Like maybe I should like really look into my internal conditions because it's true. Like how you view your internal world is your external world. Yes. A hundred percent. Like your thoughts create your reality. Your thought mm -hmm. creates your reality. You could either be a victim and let your circumstance or whatever it is completely tear you down. Or you could look at the other side of the corner corn oh my goodness the coin. Coin. yeah thank you I knew what you meant yeah and actually be like how can I solve for this like how can I mm -hmm. get better and like this is you know happening for me not to me yes I love that phrase that everything in life is happening for you and not to you and yeah exactly um exactly what you said you're 
not only do your thoughts create your reality, but your outer reality is literally an expression of your internal thoughts. So you really have to start becoming aware of what are your thoughts? Are your thoughts constantly? I can't do it. I'll never be able to make it. I'm not enough. Who am I to be this? Or are your thoughts, I can do it and I can do anything I set my mind to, you know? So really, I think I really just started to pay attention to my patterns of behaviors and my internal thoughts. And I started changing that first from within on the inside. And then I slowly started to see things in my outside reality reflect that. Mm -hmm, 100%. How, what is your, I guess, your thought work look like? How are you able to, I guess, like pinpoint like thoughts and be like, hmm, that's interesting. Should I keep it? Should I leave it? Because I bet a lot of people are like, I want to change my thoughts, but like, how do I figure out what the thoughts are? So it starts with an awareness. It just, honestly, it just starts with being aware that I have a voice inside my head and I have usually two voices inside my head. I, you know, you have that ego or, you know, the bitch inside your head that always says you can't do it or you're not enough. And then you have your soul and your heart and the one that says you can do it and you are enough. And it's really, I think uh, the years that I spent in behavior therapy really helped me with this because um, I thought a lot about you know, how to change behaviors. That's what my job was. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I change this behavior into something more positive? And with behavior therapy, it was positive behavior therapy. So you're replacing a negative behavior with a positive one. So it really just starts with that awareness and interrupting it every time it happens. So every time that thought creeps in, you're, sometimes it's helpful to name it, you know, to name it, Karen, whatever you want to name it. You're like, Oh, there she is again. Like, thank you for telling me that, but I'm choosing to believe that I can do this. And I'm choosing to believe that I am confident and calm and whatever the replacement thoughts that you want to be, or that you want to start having, mm -hmm. you replace it and you do it and you repeat it. And it becomes a habit. You keep repeating that to yourself. And eventually that becomes your state. Cause I think a lot of times we grow up and we kind of subconsciously take all these things in and th those become our thoughts, other people's thoughts. And mm -hmm. we always thought something was one way. And then you realize that, no, it's actually not that way. That's actually not true. And everything, you know, that voice inside your head is telling you that you can't that voice is wrong and just knowing that that voice that's telling you that you can't is not always right you know and replacing that and just um keep listening to that voice of your soul that voice of love so it's usually it comes down between love and fear is the voice that's inside your head right now is that coming from a place of fear or is that coming from a place to love of love and listening to that voice inside you that's coming from a place of love and, you know, keep going after, keep listening to that voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I definitely agree. Yeah. The two like main emotions, fear and love. And I think that's life 50, 50, you experience yeah. both mm -hmm. and just like realizing like, do you want to live in fear or do you want to uh -huh. like live in love? And something that I do, like, I love to journal for me, like, cause I'll have thoughts just race in my head and just overthink and overanalyze. But when I put it down to paper, I feel like my brain can finally like calm down. Like mm -hmm. it's not everywhere. So I love to just journal to really see my thoughts. Cause sometimes you think of a negative quote unquote negative thought is serving you. But when you see it on paper, you can actually question if it's true or not. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Journaling definitely helps just to get it all out and to see what am I actually thinking? And then, yeah, reflecting on that and then maybe writing a new script for yourself. Like, okay, this is everything that's filled out from my head, but what do I want to strive to be? What do I want to think about instead? And I love scripting for journaling too. Just, you know, thinking about where I want to be and then looking back on that and saying like, wow, I really actually did make that my reality. Mm -hmm. I love scripting. That's like one of my new things I've been getting into. That's funny that you say that. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) What are some of, do you have like any like manifestation, like spirituality, like routines that you have that you do every day? Um, yeah. Like what's my spiritual practice you mean? Or, um, yeah. Um, so yes, usually I'll have a spiritual practice, if you will, every morning. So, um, I like to kind of have a slow start to my day. It didn't always look like that. I used to just get up and go, get up and go. That was my life, that hustle life. When I had my nine to five, just like waking up, snoozing the alarm and rolling out of bed and going to work. And, you know, now that I'm working for myself, I really had to change that. Um, And I had to put myself first and sort of prioritize my own well-being first and my mental health first. And that really um, came with my spiritual practice as well. So in the morning, instead of just getting up and going straight into work, I like to have one or two hours to myself. And I'll usually um, go, I have a meditation area. So I just sit down in that meditation corner that I made for myself. I have a blanket out and a comfy pillow and my crystals and my Oracle deck. So, you know, it's kind of like my spiritual area. And for me, um, I don't like to put any pressure on what I'm doing in that given day. I'll just do, I'll set the time aside. So um, I like just knowing when I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it first thing in the morning. And that's always my practice. And then I choose, what do I feel like I want to do right now? Do I want to meditate? Do I want to just stretch? Do I want to reflect on something? Do I want to journal? Do I want to pick a couple Oracle Oracle cards for the day, you know, to get some motivation. Um, I recently got into tarot too. So maybe doing a little bit of that. And then um, I just said 20 to 30 minutes of doing that in the morning. And then I, you know, have my coffee, have um, a healthy breakfast. And then sometimes I like to get outside. I really like to use the morning time now, which has been really hard for me to change, but it's made all the difference of not responding to my phone or my messages first thing in the morning and Mm -hmm. just using that time to fill up my own cup because you can't keep pouring from an empty cup. You know, you need to fill up your own cup first. So then I know that when I'm there during work, I'm fully there and I'm not depleted and burnt out, you know, I've filled up my cup and now I'm ready to go. So, um, I like to spend time outside. Sometimes I'll walk my dog. Uh, and then, you know, my day also, I get ready for my day the night before too. I make a list of what I need to do the next day. So then I just, Um, I have my list there. And after I'm done having my me time, then I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go and accomplish all the things I need to accomplish for the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you mentioned like not responding to your phone. Mm -hmm. I realize it's such like an energy link, like, Mm -hmm. like going on my phone, like just responding to other people. 
I actually deleted the Instagram app, which is crazy to say from an Instagram coach, Mm -hmm. but I post when I post, I delete the app when I don't want to, because I know I will open up Instagram if I have my phone and I'll get distracted. And that whole hour goes by 20 minutes goes by. And I just like wasted time. And then I wasted time. And now I'm judging myself because I was looking at other people's lives and comparing my life to their Mm -hmm. life. So then I feel behind and then Mm -hmm. I have like some shame and guilt and it's just not a good you know time to really like work and serve people and help people like in my business so I don't use Instagram in the morning I I um I pick up my phone usually I'm a Pinterest person like I use it as my vision board and Mm -hmm. I like get inspired Mm -hmm. on Pinterest yeah but for Instagram I post when I want to and I delete it right after so you got to save your energy you can't get sucked into things like that yeah, I delete the app sometimes too. And the, um, it took me a while to get there too, because it's so easy to get sucked in and to be so consumed with everyone else's life that you're like, okay, wait, I'm supposed to be living my own life too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's easy for us to get into that comparative mode. I When I was on my self-development journey, I read this book by Marie Forleo. It's everything is, yeah. Have you read her book? Everything is no, figure outable. Um, That's a great book. podcast though. Yeah, I yeah, I love her podcast too. And that's an amazing book. And one thing that I really took away from that book was um, to create before you consume that idea that um, create first from your heart from within before you consume everyone else's stuff. Uh, And that's really, it it speaks a lot to energy too. you know, am I going to consume all of my energy with everyone else's stuff? Or am I going to create something for myself to put out in the world first? And I really um, took on that method when I was doing, you know, when I started doing my morning practice, uh, making sure that I'm taking that time and really trying not to respond to anything on my phone. And then coming from this place of creating what is the life that I want to create versus living a life of responding to everyone else, you know? hundred mm-hmm. percent. I love that. What is, so after you do your morning routine, you're in the field, you feel good to kill it. What is like your um, work day look like? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned it like before when I said most of my day starts the day before. So I like having a list for me. If I don't have a list, I kind of am like anxious about like, what Mm -hmm. am I supposed to do? It really prepares me for the day ahead. Mm -hmm. And now, um, it's definitely changed from changed and evolved from when I first started going full-time to now. I am fortunate to have my friend working part-time for me now. So she comes over and she works um, about four days, a, a few hours in the afternoon, and she helps me kind of streamline everything. So I know on the days when she's coming over, I not only have to make a list for myself, but I need to make a list to delegate things to her too. Um, she helps mostly with production and packing and that's been a big thing on my journey too, because I used to pride myself on wearing all the hats and doing everything in my business. And I really discovered that if I really want to scale my business or, you know, if I really want to do something else that I'm passionate about, like podcasting and sharing my journey, there's only so much time in the day, you know, and you have to really learn to let go of that control of wanting to control everything in your business, or at least for me. 
and um, delegating that that piece of delegating is super important and being able to teach someone else what you do so that the things that you're not necessarily 100% great at or the things that you don't want to focus on you know my my area of expertise is my creativity and making new products and I love being in that mode and you know as much as I've packed hundreds and thousands of orders at this point. That's not like what I'm super passionate about is, you know, the packing part and the production and all that stuff Uh that goes on behind the scenes, but is really important when it comes to having your own business. Um, So yeah, I I feel really fortunate that I, our team now is a team of four. So it's really a lot about delegating and thinking to myself, like, what do I need to do today to move the needle forward and to Mm -hmm. plan ahead in my business? Um, And to also create that space for me to have a life outside of the business. You know, this started, Electric Kitty Corn started as a passion project. And I don't want, um, you know, there's that saying that that's going around now where it's like, you quit your nine to five to work 24 seven. I've seen that that meme. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, but that's not what you want, right? You Mm -hmm. want to quit your nine to five to have freedom to choose the life that you want to live. You don't want to be burnt out and going 24 seven. And yes, you know, I will say it does require that for a certain amount of time, but at some point you have to start delegating and freeing up your time to do other things you're passionate about too. Yeah, definitely. I think that's like the hustle, like masculine energy. Yes. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. hustle, Sometimes it's good. So I definitely think the very starting phase of your business, you need to get into it. You need to grind. You got to figure things out. You know, the more you work, the more problems you solve, more problems you solve, the better you get. So I definitely think hustle, you know, has its place in certain Mm -hmm. aspects. Yeah. But it's all about that balance, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a time to be hustling and there's a time to be relaxing, you know? And separating that work and home life is, is difficult, but you can get there, you know, mm-hmm. it just 100%. takes balance. Mm-hmm. I know you talked to, you brought up the podcast and I love that you have a team. That's incredible. It's just, I love like w- being a business owner. I used to have a VA, but I just felt so empowered that I was able to provide income for someone else. It's just yeah. so cool and so empowering. But I want to talk about your podcast. Why did you start? Tell me the podcast name, the audience, and everyone. And why did you decide to start it? <laughs> so the podcast is called Spiritual Kitty Corn. And it's all about my spiritual journey. I'm sharing about everything from what I learned on my journey, how I applied that to my business and um, why I decided to start it. I guess, first of all, I'm obsessed with podcasts. I'm always listening to podcasts. I listen to your podcasts a lot. I'm super passionate about just um, listening, just that self-development part of me that I, you know, that I'm super into. And it's usually podcasts about either self-development or spirituality. Anytime I'm making orders or if I'm running errands or if I'm walking my dog, I'm always listening to podcasts. And I'm also a big teacher too at heart. I love teaching and helping others all of my previous jobs, when I look back, um, they require teaching of some sort. And now that I've been this full-time creator at Electric Kitty Corn, it's almost like um, that teacher part of me was missing, that teacher Mm -hmm. element. So um, I kind of had this epiphany moment where 
over the last couple of years that I wanted to start a podcast of my own. And since I'm so passionate about my spirituality and that how that kind of changed the tra trajectory of my entire life for me, um, maybe that's something that, you know, I'm super passionate about and I can teach others about too. It's, it's sort of like there comes this time on your journey where you have learned so much that you feel this call to give back and you've spent so much time as a student that you are ready to be the teacher, you know, and you're on this bigger mission to serve others and to maybe be the person for someone else that you wish that you had along your own journey. And for me, I think um, starting the podcast was my way to share and to contribute my voice in that way. And just by just by sh simply, you know, sharing my story and my spiritual journey, the lessons that I've learned along the way, hopefully that can help inspire or motivate someone else along their journey. Mm, I love that. I totally agree. There's like a point when you just soak in so much information that you're like, I just need to tell everyone about personal development. That's yeah. why I started my podcast. I've always been into personal development and there was just like, I don't know, a calling of like, you know what? Like, I just need to share this. Like, I know I can help someone. Like, I mm. know that someone needs to hear what I have to say and just doing it. So, yeah. Yeah. And people do, people do want to hear what you have to say. You've helped me so much listening to your podcast too. So Aww, everyone, you. you know, your voice needs to be heard too. Yeah. hundred percent. What are your um, top podcasts? Do you have any podcast recommendations? Oh my gosh. Right now, um, I let, I, I've always loved the school of greatness. Do you, have you ever listened to that podcast? No, but it's by Lewis Howe. Yes. yes uh -huh. okay. I love his podcast. I started on super soul Sundays. I mean, I, I listened to Oprah. that, of, yeah. of course, <laughs> Oprah, the queen, you know, I always listen to that podcast. Um, let's see, what do I listen to more? Now? I listen to your podcast, of course. And I started listening to this podcast called the line. It's a spiritual yeah, podcast. Um, yeah, I recommend that one. And I don't know. I'll have to think about what my top fives are. Are I honestly like I listen to 20 different podcasts at a time and it's kind of like whatever's in queue or whatever I find. I kind of look at the title, you know, um, and I'll add it to my playlist. I'm just like constantly cycling through just different podcasts in the spiritual space and the self-development space. But yeah. yeah. Okay. So I need to officially listen to the school of school of greatness i've heard that maybe this is like the fourth time this is a sign i need to listen to oh, yeah. after this podcast yeah i like those interview based podcasts i guess because you mm. always learn something from someone else from someone else's journey and you can apply that to your life you know yeah 100 percent. i agree with that there's sometimes like um so some of my favorite podcasts of course like manifestation babe oh yeah of um, course i love that one too social reset podcast mm -hmm. um I'm trying to think who I, I love jasmine star show mm -hmm. who else am i listening to right now um I don't even know where I'm going with this, but guys, listen <laughs> I was to trying to think of some too. <laughs> um, maybe Sahara Rose. Um, what is it? Uh, your high, highest self podcast. Ooh, yes. I love mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so That's many good, good podcasts. If you guys want to start one, go for it. Um, yes. What has been your podcast journey? Like, cause I know I've, when I listened to your first episodes, I literally cried in one of them. Oh and I was like, Oh my goodness. I need to have Jen on the podcast. I just, 
need to have more of her in my life. So what has been your podcast journey? Because I know you're just starting, but I know it took you kind of like a whole year to really. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I will say that even though I felt that calling, I did ignore that call for a while. Um, If you listen to my first episode, I kind of talk about how um, it took me almost a year to start the podcast and to push through and finally press record um, on that first episode. And it felt really great to get it out there. And it even feels more great just like having people like you come and message me and say that even just the first couple episodes have impacted them or, um, you know, made a difference or motivated them in any type of way. That's really, you know, I, I think I said in that podcast, if I can just do it for that one person that listens and get something out of it, then it will have all been worth it. And just, um, I mean, right now it's kind of been like trial and error. I tried to do it every twice a month, but with my schedule right now, it's not very realistic. So I've, I have a few episodes out. It's about once every two or three weeks. And I really want to get to a place where I can have a podcast every single week. That's my goal by the end of the year. So I mean, it's just really requiring me to put more systems in place in my electric kitty corn business so that I can create more space to do that because that is something that I'm super passionate about, you know, building right now. Um, and yeah, it's just like a side passion for me right now. I'm not really doing it for the, to monetize off of it. I'm just doing it to, because I'm passionate about it, to give back and to just share what I've learned. But yeah, it's been, it has been a journey because I was really scared for a long time about just sharing my voice and sharing about my journey. Cause I, I wasn't, I guess, used to saying a lot of stuff out loud, saying, talking about manifestation and you know all the quote-unquote woo-woo stuff Mm -hmm. um but you know I it's really helped me in my life and it's something that I am super passionate about so you know this is my way of sharing and giving back to whoever wants to listen you know Mm -hmm. yeah I love that so much I also have um had some limiting beliefs talking about like manifestation and being like spiritual just because I am religious I'm Jewish and I feel like for some reason they don't connect but I feel like they do connect I feel like people think it's either you know one or the other and I had a hard time I guess accepting both sides of me talking about this and then also to being like everyone else is kind of talking about this am I copying people and just being like you know what like if this is helping you like it's probably going to help someone else and just share it yeah um yeah I think there is sort of that stigma around it especially when you come from a religious background it's For me, it wasn't that way because my parents aren't super religious. I think that really allowed me to dive deep into the spirituality and come from a place of listening in my heart and like, does that ring true to me? And then applying it to my daily life and seeing what happens versus having all that program in me, programming in me from childhood. Let's say if I grew up super religious or, you know, saying that things like the tarot is witchcraft or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever those thoughts are limiting beliefs might have been um I I didn't necessarily have to unwire that but I know for a lot of people that's a journey too or maybe there was some sort of religious trauma or you know they didn't like that so they kind of 
push off spirituality too because they're like no I don't want anything to do with it so I mean I think for everybody the journey is different and just really listening to your heart and really listening, you know, you have all of the answers from within at the end of the day and what really rings true to you and keep following that, keep following that curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I want to kind of tell the story. So I went to Barnes and Noble and they actually have a section of which books and I instantly, I don't know, sort of judging myself. I really had to check myself in that moment and be like, why are you so upset that there's books about like witchcraft like and really thinking like I think even in like tv shows and movies like witchcraft is bad it's like devil magic or whatever mm. it is and being like you could be like a good witch like you doesn't have to be <laughs> a bad one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I mean that's part of the programming that we all go through yeah. in childhood it's like what did our parents teach us or what did we learn from them and then there comes a point in your life when you realize well like hey maybe that isn't true and maybe this is true so yeah it's really you know about that self-discovery journey and and learning more about yourself and what rings true to you and yeah keep going for it mm-hmm, 100% do you have any exciting projects coming up yeah, um, I have a couple of collabs in the making, which I'm super excited about. And if you're going to EDC Las Vegas, are you going this year? I am. Yeah, I'll be at the pop up shop. OK, again. so I'll be there, too. So make sure to check check out Rolita Couture's pop-up shop. We have a booth there. So that's like mainly what we've been getting ready for now. Not only our you know, orders coming in for all the festivals, festival seasons back in full swing. And we're getting ready, building inventory for that pop-up. There's going to be other amazing shops there as well. I think there's hair braiding and music dancing. It's just a really good time to come and meet um, all the other small business owners that come together for this pop-up. And, you know, that's where you mentioned before, that's where you and I met last year. Um, yeah. And besides that, I'm just looking forward to creating more podcasts and sharing more about my journey and what I've learned over there. And I'm starting to have guests on the podcast. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to have you on too. Um, yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. Yes. Yeah. Everyone needs to go. If you're going to EDC, if you're going to be in Las Vegas, I'm really to Couture is having a pop-up shop. It is, let me look at my calendar um may 16th through i think the 20th the 20th I don't think, yeah yeah i don't think they're doing it over the weekend i'll be there mm-hmm. on thursday i'm doing a meet and greet i don't like saying meet and greet like let's just meet up and hang out and have a good time <laughs> but i'll up, be there on thursday five to six p.m so everyone come and visit us we would love to say hello <laughs> yeah do you have any last minute advice for any um, small business owner, or anyone going through like a spiritual journey or wanting to go on one? Yeah, um, I will say to aspiring business owners out there, or if you're, you currently are starting a small business, um, just know that any dream that you have in your heart, you can make a reality by first and foremost, 
believing that you can, and then taking inspired action every day towards that dream. And, you know, it may not always happen overnight, but anything is possible with enough time, focus, and persistence. And it might not always be easy either, but it will be 100% worth it. And never doubt that you have something unique and special to offer the world that no one else can offer and no one else has. No one can do it quite like you can do it. And you are absolutely worthy and deserving of anything that you set your mind to and anything that your heart desires, all of your dreams, all of your aspirations. And, you know, we, we all are worthy of that and there's room for everyone to succeed. And I guess for those, um, on their spiritual journey, I would just say, kind of like I mentioned before, just to keep following your curiosity, you know, um, everyone's spiritual journey is different and, um, just trust that everything will unfold as it should. And, you know, they call it a practice for a reason because you have to keep practicing it and you have to keep, um, you know, learning about it, practicing it to, in order to see those shifts and changes happen in your outside reality. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a quote by Tony Robbins. I'm probably totally going to misword his quote, but it's like the quality of your life is the by the quality of questions you ask yourself. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, get curious, ask yourself why, question everything, get to the truth, what you really want to yeah. believe in. Yeah, get to the core of your why, you know? hundred percent. So I'm excited to hear your answer. This is a question I ask all the guests. What does productivity meets party mean to you? How are you able to have fun and get all your stuff done? So productivity meets party to me means being to be able to be fully present in any situation and not worried about or thinking about the other in that situation. So it's something that I'm constantly just being present in the moment is something that I'm constantly working on. It's a forever balance and work in progress. It kind of reminds me of meditation. You know, when you're in meditation, it's just like bringing it back to the present moment, always bringing it back to being in the present moment and being grateful for that moment, whatever that moment is. Um, it requires a lot of planning ahead and prioritizing, not just for me personally, not just the work because I get easy, I easily, you know, get consumed in my work, but also making that time to play and to have fun and re- remember that life is not always about working or trying to succeed at something. Life is also about that balance of having fun and, you know, living your life to the fullest. And, you know, so I just try to focus on being really present in whatever moment I'm in. When I'm creating, I'm fully there creating. When I'm recording a podcast episode, I'm fully recording that podcast and not doing anything else. You know, when I'm with my fiance after work, whether we're just at home watching a movie, or if we're out at a festival that I can put the phone down, I can put the work down and I can be fully there and, you know, fully there enjoying the moment in every moment. Yeah. I love that answer. Thank you, Jen, for coming on the show. Yeah. April literally flew by. I know. (laughs) It flew by. Definitely did. Time Mm -hmm. is weird these days. Right. But how can people connect with you? Drop your socials. 
Yeah. So you can finally uh, find me mostly on Instagram. I'm usually hanging out over there. Um, it's at electric kitty corns with an S at the end. And the podcast is spiritual kitty corn. Um, you can find the podcast available on most of the podcast platforms. Um, we're on Apple, Spotify, Google anchor. Yeah. That's where you can find me. I mean, I also have a TikTok and a Facebook, but I'm mostly on Instagram. So come find me on Instagram. <laughs> come ha- hang out with me over there. And I will have the podcast link in your Instagram link in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome talking to you today. Thank you so much, Jen, for coming on the podcast. Make sure that you follow her on her shop, Electric Kitty Corns, and her amazing podcast, Spiritual Kitty Corns. Such a great podcast. She's an amazing human being. I cannot wait to see you next week, girl. Party Squad, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you share on your story. Tag the podcast at Productivity Meets Party. Make sure that you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure that you follow so you never miss the party. Before we go, Party Squad, I just have to say... Make sure that you fail this week. I want you to epically fail. I want you to fail. I want you to get up. I want you to fail again, fail better, do it better the next time until you are unstoppable. Failure is a part of life. That is how you become successful. So fail big, fail better, and I'll see you next week. Love you so much. Party. Party. Party.